I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Porzingis corner three, he did the work, he earned the three. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Oh boy. Three game down, dude. One more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Okay, before we get to the game, I actually want to start on a better note. Uh, yesterday, MLK Day, Martin Luther King Day, uh, we, um, yeah, uh, people across the, the NBA, uh, really across our country and everywhere, uh, we celebrated here in America uh, the holiday honoring Dr. King. And a lot of quotes you see on social media mm-hmm. shared, a lot of people sharing just uh, great moments from his life and just what he stood for. And uh, I just want to recommend something. I tweeted this out today. I, if you want to start a new tradition on MLK Day, go read his letter uh, from uh, his jail cell in Birmingham. He wrote this letter, a letter from Birmingham jail. And it's honestly, it's one of my favorite pieces of, if I call it a piece of literature. Uh, but uh, no, I, I sat down today. I read it for a good 15 minutes. It has so many incredible quotes from it. When you see the quote uh, shared on social media, "Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere," you know he, you know he's from at that moment he was from Atlanta in this you know jail cell in Birmingham, talking about this injustice that was happening in Birmingham. It's like, hey, if there's an injustice here, it's going to affect me in Atlanta. It's going to affect us everywhere. And so, go read that letter. Uh, you can, yeah, find it pretty much anywhere. And just. Uh, yeah, maybe beyond the day of MLK Day, think about it this week uh, as the days go ahead and everything of how we can uh, honor Dr. King and live out his legacy with our lives. Absolutely, and just what he's what he's meant and what he what he did actually, uh, because sometimes we you know see oh it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day we don't really remember like we have a Christopher Columbus Day too right like these are not the yeah. same things right so you have to go back and just because we honor something doesn't mean you know, we actually know what that person did. So go back and, you know, read that stuff and excellent, excellent. And it's honestly not that long ago of this, of the pictures and speeches. Uh, I was in my walk today, uh, try to walk three miles a day. And on my walk today, I was listening to the, I have a dream speech, uh, on Spotify and you know, this stuff didn't happen as long ago. I saw a tweet today. It was like kind of eerie that him, I think it was him and Anne Frank that would be like 92 today. Anne Frank, Martin Luther King Jr. would, would be 92 years old today. And Betty White is like, older that's than both to of think- them. <laughs> that's, that's, it's crazy to think about that. And because I think sometimes we see stuff like this in history and we're like, oh, that was so long ago. And it's like, honestly, it really wasn't that long ago. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Honor Dr. King uh, with uh, your actions and not just uh, our social media post. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. On today's show, Isaac and I are going to break down the Mavericks loss, 116 to 93 loss to the Toronto Raptors. Oh, boy. Um, There's some things to get to, things to get (laughs) off our chest, things to talk about. Uh, In the third segment, we're going to grade your hot takes. Everybody, we uh, we put out on at LockdownMavs on Twitter. And a bunch of people have responded, giving us your hot takes. We're going to grade them A to F. 
We're going to do that. We're going to grade those in the third segment. So stick around and hear hopefully some funny takes and hopefully some stuff that's just ridiculous that we can give an F, a big old F Sotnam shame on it. We can just give him that grade. But that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, the the Mavericks. I mean, the, the big thing in this game is they got Tim Hardaway Jr. back from the groin injury. He missed one game. They got Jalen Brunson back finally from 10 days. Jalen Brunson talked after the game about his story. He was basically locked in a hotel room with a, a, a like a training bike for 10 days basically yeah. and then has to go out and play a basketball game in Tampa after traveling again so just a you know wild stretch for him but he comes and he, he's finally back in the rotation Tim Hardaway Jr.'s back but definitely not back sure all the back? way <laughs> definitely not back all the way because he went zero for 12 from the field zero for six from three didn't get a free throw uh, had five boards but I mean, he just wasn't minus 12. He just did not impact the game at all. It was very brutal. He played 20, 26 minutes in the starting lineup, but the Mavericks are still really struggling due to COVID and due to the guys being out. Josh Richardson still out. Dorian Finney-Smith still out. Josh Richardson apparently is back in Dallas. He posted on his Instagram that he was back in Dallas. Uh, he posts the funniest, like, it's just him sitting watching, like, soccer <laughs> In like slippers and says I'm back in Dallas. That's like all. That's like he posts, and uh, that's how we know that he's back now. That was like his announcement, and uh, so those guys are out. Maxi's still out. Dwight Powell's still out, and so the Mavericks are really struggling because of it. Porzingis is still trying to come back from his injury. He actually played. He played decently in stretches in this game. We're starting to see some flashes of him come back. He really struggled, but I think still missing players is the big story of this one. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's the biggest story uh, of the offseason. I mean, of the offseason, of the season so far, so far for Dallas. And, you know, this is why I don't want this to come across as like a shot to our boss, but like this is why, you know, for, you know, people outside of Dallas, uh, of being locked on a, on a team, you know, of a local, you know, uh, podcast like this, because we've seen like Kendrick Perkins, uh, we, we poke fun at David Locke's tweet of, you know, looking at the Mavericks and, you know, box scores or the final scores of like, man, this Dallas team, he's like, it's confusing, you know, looking at them blowing out the Clippers and losing all this stuff. He's right though. What? It's confusing. It doesn't make any sense unless you have followed the team every single day, like us, which is the reason why locked on exists. But yeah. He, uh, yeah, yeah he didn't, but it's he didn't like, look into all that apparently, <laughs> but it's like, it, it's tweets like that. It's the, you know, people sending us, I have Kendrick Perkins muted on my Twitter and, or whatever. And yeah. uh, people sending us, you know, Perkins tweet about, you know, Mavericks missing Silas. And, you know, if you, if you're just not locked in to the information of, you know, Dallas miss, I mean, this is what, you know, I, I playfully quote tweeted, but Porzingis has missed the first nine games. Josh Richardson and Finney Smith has missed five games and counting. Maxie and Powell, four games and counting. Brunson's missed four games. Hardaway, Luca, and Burke have each missed a game each. It's like, this is over the first 13 games of the season that all of that has happened. So it, it's the biggest storyline for Dallas. And, you know, uh, House Mavericks, a Twitter account on, uh, I was going to say a Twitter account on Twitter. Uh, a great, great Mavs account. You know, I quote tweeted him. He basically said the same thing that we keep on saying on this podcast. Tonight was frustrating. It's very frustrating to watch the team right now. But I'm not making any big assumptions or opinions or anything about this team until we get everybody back. And that's not a cop-out answer. That's not a, hey, you're just a team guy trying to take up for the team. It's just honest. Like, I'm not going to come up with any opinion until we have these top six seven eight rotation guys back and playing i'm just not we don't know anything about the Mavs ceiling we don't know anything about the Mavs floor no 
We know we can learn things about players. We can learn things about lineups and combinations. We can learn that a little bit, but we're not going to know this full scope of this team until everyone's back. It's just the way that it is. And I'm, I'm sorry if you think that we should know more, but yeah. we just don't. It's the nature of this year. It's a very strange year. In normal years, you talk about schedule losses, right? This might be a schedule loss. The Mavericks travel on you know second night of a back-to-back and First one was a weird like you know brunch game, and then the second one was uh, it's just a really weird stretch of you know scheduled games. We talked about it yesterday on the podcast. This should be maybe a schedule loss, but they also have COVID losses now. I mean, I think we should yeah. call them that. Like a, another COVID. Well, you, lo- you you well you tweeted something from the lockdown account that I thought was so intriguing. It's just another thing to think about in, in a season. No, no, it, it was just you know. I, Obviously, when I saw the tweet, I knew I knew what everybody was going to respond to, and everybody responded. It was the tweet saying, "Hey, what would you rather have? Would you rather have your team playing shorthanded like Dallas is right now this past like week and a half, or would you rather be the Wizards who have had the last five games postponed?" And it's like they're going to go ten days without the, playing a game. Yeah, that's the del- that's the thing right now that you know in your mind it's like all right. The Wizards, man, this, wow, this is crazy for them. But they're not like stacking up losses either. Dallas is legitimately stacking up losses because they are down six rotation players or five rotation players, and because of a, so it, it's this weird. It's it, it just adds to it. It's a weird season. It's a it's going to be a weird season. Even going before the season even started, and we were you know we did prediction podcasts and everybody else did rid- this season more than anything. You can't predict where anybody's going to finish in the standings. And it, honestly, when playoff time comes, it could pose some weird playoff matchups because you might have some teams that's in the play-in tournament. You might have some like a 1-8 matchup in the playoffs be a crazy 1-8 matchup because you might have a team like Dallas or some of these other teams that if they're fully healthy the whole season, they would be up there in the top four, top three, something like that. Or... I mean, but you hope this doesn't happen. I'm not, I'm not anything at all. Or the whole situation happens to some of these other teams too. And then it starts equaling out. And it's like that, because when you look at it right now, who's the teams that's been hit the hardest during all of this, you know, Dallas, Boston, um, you know, they've were, are they still without Tatum? I'm not for sure on, on all that, but you know, Washington, Boston, Philly, Dallas, I'm sure there's some other Phoenix, maybe a little bit. Miami, maybe a little bit. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Washington and Dallas, that's the two hardest hit teams right now at the moment. And they're, and I hate to say this, but there's, they're probably not going to be the last either. Yeah, it's uh, it's really tough to to predict things, but we can still learn things. We can still go through this game and talk about the things the Mavericks did well. They struggled, and that's what we're gonna do in the second segment. Let's talk about this game. Actually, break it down. Things that were weird in this game, maybe things that are are trends, maybe things that will uh, we can kind of glean from this. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris. Bet Online is the one place that has you covered. The one place we trust for all your sports betting needs. It's BetOnline.ag. For the NFL right now, we're going into uh, we're going into the you know conference championships weekend, which is one of the most exciting weekends just to see these games and see how they're going to turn out, see who's going to play in the Super Bowl. I kind of like conference championships a little bit better than even the like the Super Bowl or the championship because you just get one game with the Super Bowl and it, it means so much. But at least you have two games and uh, in the in the uh, conference championships. Bet online right now. They have odds for the, the potential Super Bowl matchups. You ready for this? Mm. 
Buccaneers right. would be favored by one and a half points over the Bills. The Chiefs would be favored three and a half points over the Buccaneers. That one's interesting because then you have Mahomes versus Brady. They'd be favored. That's the biggest yeah. spread right there. Three and a half point favor the Chiefs over the Buccaneers. The Packers would be favored by three points over the Bills. So any matchup, the Bills would not be favored. And then Kansas City favored one and a half points over Green Bay. So Kansas City in any matchup would be the favorite depending on you know who they play. So if you want in on some of that action, go to betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON. Use, get the free account. Use that promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac, let's get into some more about this Dallas Mavericks team. But before we do, East meets West in the Lockdown NBA Tuesdays. Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News and host of Lockdown Warriors. And David Ramil, host of Lockdown Heat. Tackle the biggest NBA stories of the day. Coast to coast, subscribe to Lockdown NBA Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. So, Luka Doncic, we got, we got to start with him because everything starts and ends basically with Luka on this team. Only took 11 shots in this game. Tim Hardaway and Porzingis took more shots than him, which is just kind of a rare thing. After that game that he played the other night where he you know, he scored 30 points in the first half and just looked incredible, but he looked exhausted at the end, was Luka just gassed or, or what happened here with Luka? Uh, I mean, I credit Toronto a lot. Uh, I do think it's a combination of uh, second night of the back-to-back, uh, but, I mean, you look at what Toronto did against him, and they would do exactly what I would do. When you're down five or six rotation pieces and you're playing guys like Wes Iwandu, uh and Willie and, you know, Josh Green and some of these guys, I'm going to dare other people to hit shots. And the way to dare other people to hit shots is to play a box in one or, you know, to trap and all that stuff and to integrate this system to where you're saying, hey, if Luca gets in his paint, into the paint, I want bodies around him. Even if he has it outside of the paint, outside of the three point line, let's trap him. Let's dare him. And. In a game like this, you know, when Tim Hardaway goes 0 of 12, you know, that that that's that's a biggie. You know, and you're looking at these other guys, you look at Wesley Wandu, 0 of 4 from three. You look at Trey Trey Burke, 2 of 6. Uh, you know, we could, I mean, James Johnson, 2 of 6. You go down the line of, you know, guys who just didn't hit the open shots when Luca found them tonight. And I mean, ter- that's what Toronto did. They dared other guys to beat them, and the other guys just didn't beat them. That's part of the story, definitely. The, the Raptors trapped him. The Raptors are, uh, according to Sean Woodley, locked on Raptors host, they're in, insane, crazy people that would rather die than let you score a point. That's what he said during the game. <laughs> he tweeted out during the game. He's like, I'd rather have a team like that than a team that gives up. Uh, talking about the Raptors because they've been pretty disappointing and people have been saying, oh, the Raptors should tank and give up and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so... I mean, guys like, you know, OG Ananobi, like OG Ananobi locked up Chris Osborne's in this game. We had Norman Powell, Stanley Johnson, you know, Lowry was all over the place trying to trap, you know, Luka Doncic. And it, it worked for the most part. Luka still had nine assists. He played 34 minutes. He only scored 15 points, but he had nine assists in this game. Should have had, you know, a ton more assists if guys yeah, were hitting shots, like you said. But Mavericks shoot 37.8% from the field, 25% from three. They, you know, shot nine of 36 from three. It's just not going to cut it, right? You're just not going to win games that way. And then your defense is just not good on the other end either because you're missing so many guys. And, uh, yeah, 
they traded some offense for defense in the starting lineup by putting Tim Hardaway and Brunson in there for Awandu and Josh Green, and the trade-offs were obvious, right? The offense didn't come in the way that they thought because Tim Hardaway still isn't right. He missed the he missed the game, you know, the last game uh, with that groin injury. He's not back. He went over twelve. Tim's He's- like, you better start me. I can't see Josh Green as a starting <laughs> shooting guard again. But but no, I don't I don't think Tim, you know, is healthy. I mean, no. I don't think that's a that's not a cop out answer either. He had that left groin strain. It didn't just go away. Um, this still bothered him in this game, and yeah, he didn't make a shot in this game. On a positive note, I do want to say this <laughs> on a go. positive <laughs> on a positive note. Encouraging game for Kristaps Porzingis on a back-to-back. You know, we were texting a little bit last time, like, hey, you know, kind of like an underlying thing here is, is KB playing tomorrow? And, you know, it, and he played, and he played, you know, right at 32 minutes, had 23 points in the game, was leading scorer for the Mavericks in this. Um, you know, he had nine boards, eight of 14, two of five from three. So I, I just thought it was encouraging sign for him, encouraging sign for just his whole load management type of thing. Honestly, if you would ask me a few days ago, I'd be like, he's going to be out that game. Cause yeah. it's just like, they're just going to keep, you know, keep on be strict about it, but they let him play and he didn't seem like he had any restrictions. And I thought he moved well. He was diving on the floor and everything. So I think as a positive sign, that was great. I, I love seeing him out there and just how he moved and played. Yeah, that's definitely a positive for sure. Four offensive rebounds for him as well. He had some stretches where he just looked back, right? There was a stretch. Um, man, I'm going to I'm gonna pull it up and see if I can. There's a stretch in the third beginning of the third quarter. There's like four or five possessions in a row where uh, they set up Porzingis in the right corner against, and Siakam was guarding him, and Siakam is just, he's having a rough go, a rough go at it to start the season. And Siakam was guarding him, and Luka, Luka d- drove into the paint, was able to to break the you know the double team and then Porzingis was able to cut back door and cut Siakam back door and dunk. He got that two times. Then he had that block against I think it was either OG. It was, I think it was OG, OG at the rim. He blocks OG, gets the rebound as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. He didn't swat it all the way out into the into the first row. He gra- he actually blocked it and grabbed the rebound, but he got the rebound, goes the other end, and then he also has an assist when he you know makes the extra pass for Jalen Brunson when he could have taken the shot, but Br- Brunson was more open than him and got the assist there. So he just had some some plays back to back to back where he was just looking really really good. He had another play where he got a uh, you know a loose ball and then you know the ball swung around a little bit, came back to him in the corner. He hit a three in the left corner. I think that must have been in the first half. But he uh, he had some moments like that, and that's what it's going to be like when a guy comes back from injury like this, right? You have to start start looking like just slowly but surely start looking like yourself, start looking like the superstar that you are. It's not going to come back all together, right? This is what we've been preaching yeah. and saying is that he's not going to all of a sudden, you know, drop thirty eight or drop thirty five on a team unless he gets super hot from three, and so far he hasn't. But he's uh he's starting to look more like himself, and he'll be able to start taking over games, start looking like the guy he was second half. In probably about you know a couple weeks or so, if 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 everything goes well, he still starts getting he's you know getting back in game shape too and all that. I mean, just there's certain things you defensively can't, too. Yeah, there's certain things I, you can't I, simulate I, I either. Yeah, I think defensively is the you know his shot. I'm not worried about his shot right now. It's just I think the biggest adjustment or just like getting back in the rhythm is is defensively guarding the paint, 
you know, post defense, you know, coming off some switches, guarding the pick and roll. I think stuff like that is where he has to get back in the rhythm and stuff from the injury. Absolutely. All right, coming up, let's grade your hot takes. So many different hot takes. You guys are sending us on Twitter at Locked On Mavs. We appreciate you guys sending those. So we're going to talk about that. Grade your takes after this. But before we do, Isaac Harris. Right now, I know you have a car, I have a car, and they need work. I have a, I have one car that's great, no problems. Other car is just, I don't even drive it. Uh, there's just issues with it, and I need to do some work on it. Some of it I can do myself, and I should be doing it myself because I could save some money. And if you want to do that, if you want to save some money on some parts, go to rockauto.com. They're an auto body part, you know, they're serving auto car. <laughs> they're serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com uh, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers i want to say they're an auto body shop but they're not they don't fix your car they'll get you the parts that you need for your car that's what rockauto.com does their catalog is re- unique and remarkably easy easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle choose the brand specifications and the prices that you prefer all these other places will do different tiers for professionals and all that kind of stuff stuff that you can get order from the back room and all that kind of stuff order with backdoor channels and all that rock auto doesn't have that they have the same prices across the board for everybody so go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you again right in locked on in their how did you hear about us box amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first Big Board of the Year out with with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not going to lie. Way too early for me. (laughs) But if you're a fan of a different team, maybe you're not a fully a Mavs fan, but... Uh, if you're a fan of a different team, they, you know, you might have a high pick. So go listen, to Chad Ford. All right, Isaac. So Hawks. Any <laughs> any other closing thoughts about this game before we get into grading some tr- get grading some hot takes? Uh, not this game, just this week in general. I mean, Rick said after the game, this is a murderous week, and you know, it, <laughs> you're listening to this on a uh, on a Tuesday, and tomorrow they play the Pacers, and the Pacers are a really really good basketball team. So. Uh, uh, it doesn't stop for for Dallas because uh, then they uh, yeah have an off day on Thursday and then two more games back to back then so it, it's a it's an insane week and I think we just have to accept this could be a very bumpy week uh, and as we get people back and, and into the groove and uh, yeah better days are ahead. You're saying it's gonna get worse before it gets better? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, I just said it's going to be a bumpy week as we bring people back, but uh, let's look forward to next week. All right, here's some takes from you guys, the the Raccoon Squad, the Lockdown Mavs listeners. Jay Meta, first one up. Personal question. How do you guys get motivated to talk about the game after such a bad loss? All right, I got this one. Uh, I was gonna say the paycheck. This is but. I was gonna say this is not a this is not a take from from you, but I appreciate the question. Uh, one. Yes, we do get paid for this. (laughs) That definitely helps for sure. We have sponsors like the great sponsors at betonline.ag and rockauto.com. We have those that we have to appease. And uh, And a lot of you guys listen. Two, we've made we've done this for four years now. So it's it's really become part of my routine, right? Like every did I just put up two fingers to to say four? (laughs) 
Yeah. If you heard my ad read for Rock Auto, you know that I'm not I'm not all in it right now. Um we've been doing this for four years, so it's part of my routine now. So it's just after every game, I talk about it. That's just the way it is. And three, yeah. I do want to say Talking about the Mavericks with Isaac is super easy. Isaac is like a bell cow running back. You're like my – what's the who's the Dobbins guy, J.K. Dobbins? J.K. Dobbins. I could just – I can just turn around, give the ball to him, and just he just rolls with it. And I really appreciate that. The easiest guy to ever do a podcast with. So that's, uh, yeah. I, I'm blushing. I, I might watch Avatar now. <laughs> Don't you dare. You'll just make fun of it. All right. This is from RPTX, Ryan Parker. We complain a lot about guys like Powell or Brunson, but the team's fortunes most often live and die with Tim Hardaway Jr. So we're going to grade these takes. Mm. This is a take from Ryan. And we're going to grade them A to F. Let's just do it like that. Make it easy. A being, ooh, that's hot, spicy. F being, no, that's just that's lukewarm. That's not really even a take. Or it's terrible, right? Like, or, or it's just bad. It's, it's on our judgment. So the take is, we complain a lot about guys like Powell or Brunson, but the team's fortunes most often live or die with Tim Hardaway Jr. So the take is basically, Tim Hardaway is the X factor. The, the team rises or falls with Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm going to say that's a C. It's a, it's yeah, decent, I agree. It's a decent just, take, not that hot, but yeah, that's my thing. Hot. I I think I think it's an honest take, and yeah. that's why I don't think it's as spicy. That I think a lot of people would agree with you. Um, I think it's natural. Twitter likes to uh, put majority of the role players in the crosshairs and just say, "Hey, let's just attack the role players all the time." It's just a lot of fans like to do that. But Tim is kind of naturally the third piece you know especially when josh is third option on offense right now for sure and was the second when porzingis was out yeah so i i think there's a lot of truth to that when you know if tim goes 0 of 12 there's if you did a record you know the team records probably not gonna be a winning record goes back to my west matthews thing from a couple years ago right west matthews was a 90 10 player where 90 percent of what he does is good that 10 percent is awful but it stands out so much more than all the 90 percent and that happens it happens for a lot of mavericks right now <laughs> for sure yes. they're following that that 90 yeah. 10 james johnson definitely one of them where 90 percent of what he does is good. i think james johnson more so than tim hardaway yeah, that's my but, guy uh, he, 90% of what he does is good. 10% is like a terrible live ball turnover that we're all like pulling our hair out from. All right. Uh, shaking in my bacon says spacing is the elephant in the room. Willie is a third stringer. When Maxi and Dorian come back, they will play the four next to KP and open up the game for Luca and KP, which opens up the game for everyone. This is a D this. It, we know this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not yeah. spicy. I it's, it's true. Right. But it's a D. It's not that spicy. Honestly, <clears throat> Willie is a third stringer, I guess. Is I, I said that yesterday, but that's a little spicier. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of uh, pro Willie tweets over the p- past week. No, they're all gone. Uh, honestly, this would be a switch up that I would like. I would welcome come Wednesday. If they switched out Willie for James Johnson in the starting lineup and said, all right, let's just try something. They probably wouldn't because you have Miles Turner. It's a bonus and you got to you know, yeah, start the tough. bigs against them. But it like that's like the only switch up you could do right now is to say, all right, let's try more KP at the five. And they should have tried it in this game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, theoretically, you would have Dorian or Maxi, but you don't really have another one of those fours. You know, besides a Wandu and stuff. Bane's eleven minutes, three fouls. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when everyone thought Aaron like losing out on Aaron Baines is the worst? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Joseph, Mavs stand, longtime listener I know. Dwight Powell will outplay Willie Cauley-Stein and take his backup center spot by the end of the season. Oh, we're doing it again. We're doing the opposite. That's spicy. That's a spicy one for sure. That's an A for me. At least Mavs, Mavs relative to what the Mavs are, that's an A take right there. Dwight Powell is going to outplay Willie. Well, outplaying Willie Cauley-Stein is not super hard right now. But <laughs> Do you say for the starting or backup center spot? Backup center spot. So, yeah, I'm going to downgrade that to a B. That's a B. Yeah, I'll say B. I'm really intrigued with what that spot looks like because there's a world in which Dwight is back and they just love Dwight coming off the bench and playing, you know, they with Maxi or whoever it is. Yeah. Um Yeah, I just I just wonder if it'll go from like Willie starting to Willie not playing. <laughs> not playing. And I, I don't know how they yeah. That'll yeah. be interesting. Uh, D Mason says, don't really have a hot take, just a loyal listener that wants to be on the pod. But for the sake uh-huh. of it, I will say if Miles Turner was added in the offseason, this team would have won at least three more games. Uh, if if Miles Turner was on the on the team and healthy, they'd win five more games. <laughs> they just I mean, need, he'd basically be in a Willie spot. They just so. need a healthy player in that spot. And yeah, he would have been great for sure. I'm with you on that. That's an yeah, F, that's like an F Ma- because I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like Miles Turner. Yeah. Dan Stewart, Willie Collestein will set the record for missed dunks in a season. I've oh. looked up lots of stats, and I don't know if I've ever seen a missed dunks, but maybe missed shots in the restricted zone. Maybe that could be. Footers. But man, Willie Collestein is this is this is why it was when even when at the beginning of the season when Dwight was rough. This is why I wasn't clamoring saying, "Oh, Willie Collestein is the is the answer." I was saying he might be better than Dwight, but I, we've seen so we've seen the the four day old Taco Bell. That is Willie Cauley-Stein right now. Yeah, <laughs> right? if, you listen, if you listen yesterday, right you now. understand that reference. <laughs> but that was from Dan. Uh, from you, King Ak- King Ankin, or Akin Kun. Do you guys also get panic attacks anytime someone other than Luca or JB handles the ball on offense? I, I don't. That's not a take, but many many panic attacks. I guess <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, especially when Josh Richardson's kind of a ball handler and he should be out there. And, uh, yeah, yeah when, when Brunson was out and then Tra- – I mean, I don't mind James Johnson. He's going to have a couple turnovers a game. Just lock that in for, like, two turnovers yeah. a game. But for me, he's the clear, clear third ball handler behind Brunson and Luka yeah. uh, with this current, like, setup right now. And the big problem is his role right now, right? He shouldn't be the backup ball handler. He just happens to be because it doesn't seem like anyone else Like, he played 27 up. minutes tonight. That That's just too much it's, for him. Yeah, right it now, should, that shouldn't have – that's too much. Um. All right, CM, listener, uh, Medina. We shouldn't judge this team until they're all healthy and together. F. That's an F spicy take. We just said it. It's true. Great great take. <laughs> uh, F. It's not very spicy. It's not spicy. Uh, Luca Donci uh, says, Nerlens Noel is better than Willie Cauley-Stein. I, I don't, is <laughs> I don't that, even know. Is, that's not even spicy, right? Like, I, could, I haven't seen Nerlens play this year. Could be true. Could be not true. He's probably better on defense. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Willie would probably send the ball ball boy for the hot dog. That's like a neutral take. That's like you know how the pH level you go up and down. That's like basic. It's a it's a base. That's yeah. a base take. <laughs> the the dragons the dragons would not blow out the fire in the dragons love tacos book for kids. <laughs> that's a deep reference for anybody who has you, kids and have that book. Really it, tweet at me if you have that book because I've read that book a million times to my son. You really. You really lost all of us kidless people out there. 
Uh, Ali says, if the Mavs play like this with all their guys healthy, they will in the play be in the play-in tournament and lose and not make the playoffs. So if the Mavs continue this, they playing like this. I don't know. No. That's not a, he didn't he didn't commit to the take. He said he should have just said the Mavs will will be in the play-in tournament and lose. Not not like if they continue. There's there shouldn't be caveats in a take. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they lose in a play-in tournament because we'll have the best player in the play-in tournament. Hey, unless Steph is there. No? Yes. We'll have the best player in the play-in Best player. Ooh, pulling that one. Tyrell Terry needs to start over Jalen Brunson. This is from Bricks99. No. That's spicy. Great, great to take. Great to take. Oh, that's an A. Yeah. The Dragons are blowing the fire with that one. <laughs> that, that's a spicy take. I, you know I love Todd Terry. He's a great kid. Uh, but no, he shouldn't be playing over Brunson. Ricky says, hot take, bad two games. Bucks game, not just not bad, just an L. So he thinks that these two, these last two games were just bad games. Just brush it off. Not a big deal. Did he just skip the Bulls game? <laughs> he must have. The Hornets one was bad, too. I was going to say, this is three games in a row that were lost. All right. Our, 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 our longtime listener, Jonathan Kadain, he has like a 1,000 down here. He 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 put like seven takes. Oh, so we're going to do them rapid fire. Ready? I'm just going to give them to you, and you're going to give me a quick letter. All right. This is all from Jonathan Kadain. <laughs> Mostly right. will be hired into a head coaching job next season. Uh, Spicy D, but correct take. Correct take. The Mavericks have to trade away Tim Hardaway Jr. in order to go to the finals. Whoo, that's a that's a, that's a B for me, but it just depends on what you're getting. So that's a B spicy take. A spi- spicy B, yeah. Willie Collison would be traded by the end of the season. C. C spicy. The Mavs yeah. Mavs future third piece is Siakam. I don't know if that's spicy as, as much as it's just out there. Yeah, I mean that's a spicy take. I don't think that's that bad. happens. Boban should be starting. That's an A. That's an A spicy take. <laughs> I love Boban, but no, I know that's a that's spicy. He so clarified yeah, for a. rebounding purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the clarification. Iwandu doesn't deserve the minutes he's getting. He if he's an offensive liability. Woo. Uh, that that take is a D. No, yeah, because it's not spicy. Because it's just true. <laughs> it's just he he shouldn't. He shouldn't be getting these minutes, and the Mavericks designed not designed this roster for him not to get this kind of minutes. But it's just funny because you could talk to. I mean, I was at the Mavs game the other day, and you know you can talk to other media people, and everybody has like their different people, their different role players that they like yeah. more than the other person. Like obviously, like James Johnson, you can find another media person, another person on Twitter. It's like, oh my gosh, why is James Johnson playing? You could see. You know, a Wesu Wandu thing. Somebody could love Wesu Wandu playing a lot. Uh, where I'm probably in the camp that says he, he's playing too much right now. Um, same goes with Josh Green. Same goes with Willie. Uh, I think a lot of these people, it's kind of depends on who you talk to. Uh, last one. This is from Bricks99. Cherry Barcia is better oh. than Mint Brownie. Woo! Oh, that's spicy. <laughs> the built bar. Oh, protein bar it tastes like a candy take. bar built bar. <laughs> that's a spicy take. That's that is, an A plus. That's an A plus take because no, mint mint brownie is the best one. By yeah, far. Like brownie. literally, I listen to so many podcasts now that do built bar ads. I have to listen to all of them. I can't skip them because we don't get the money for it then. And so <laughs> I listen to all of them, and mint brownie is by and large everybody's favorite. So yeah. Something about it. Spicy. There you go. 
there you go. That's your grade, your takes. We'll do this again uh, after some after some losses. I think we should do this. It just kind of lightens the mood a little bit, and you guys get a voice. Yeah. And so we'll be back to doing some live streams too at some point. So I just had to figure out all this stuff and my job and all that. So we'll be back to those. Guys, we appreciate you listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. And the Raptors have guys named Norman, Stanley, and Fred on the floor. That has a very old school feel, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I feel like a, a 1950s TV show yeah, is on right now. Right.